Welcome back to the My Honest Book Reviews podcast with your hosts, Holly and Willow. Um, Today we are reviewing Moon Over Manifest by Claire Vanderpool, which was really good. It was a good book. It was cute. It was really sweet. It was um, a book I got for my birthday last year, and um, because my other sister liked it, and... She, she just bought it for me because she, she thought I would. So, so that's what she we do as right. sisters. We just give each other books that we already like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's how, we, that's how we get the book recommendations that aren't the random people on Instagram. Um, all right. So, Moon Over Manifest. It is a children's book. She's, what, 11, 13? Mm, yeah, she's about that. Um, and she... Go, it's in the Depression era, and in, in 1936, mm-hmm. and this girl moves to a new town and... Um, by herself. By herself. Her dad's supposed to meet her there, or he says he will, or not he, yeah, meet he's, her there, pick her to, up. He's supposed to meet her there, like, at the end of the summer, I think. She goes... She's supposed to, like, go there for the summer to live with a friend of his... And then he'll come get her at the end of the summer. Yeah, so she's not planning on staying in this yeah. town. Like, she's she literally just... goes to, like, the last day of school and then has summer break. <laughs> yeah. Of course, she's given us an assignment on the last she day is. of school, which really stinks. <laughs> that teacher goes above and beyond. <laughs> the nun. I love her. Um, she's cute. So, um, and while she's there, she's kind of trying to figure out her dad's history and, like, because he doesn't talk a lot about He doesn't about talk himself. about his background. And he and he doesn't tell... Time. Yeah, he didn't... He spent time in that town, but he didn't mm-hmm. really tell her anything about it. Or about the guy she's staying with. Like, she had never really heard of him. She also doesn't know anything about her mom, but that's not really a part of the that's story. That's not a part of the story at all. I know, I've never just, really thought about that. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we never meet or hear anything about the mom, I don't think. It's not important. It's, it's not relevant. It's yeah. not in the story. Um... So, she goes to this town, and, and she's, um, likes to collect the, the newspapers. Mm-hmm. And she has a piece of newspaper that she's kept for years, um, written by, it's just a little article written by, um, A lady who's in that town. A lady who's in that town, and it was from, like, when her dad was there. And so, she, um, has this article... And then just out of the beginning, I'm going to just tell you a little bit of the beginning because mm-hmm. that's not really a spoiler. It's the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, she goes to the newspaper place, and they're getting rid of a lot of newspapers, and she, um, they're they're getting rid of all the old ones. Right. Cleaning out. Yeah. Well, they're really moving them to storage, but some of them just want them gone. So the reporter tells Abilene, the little girl, she tells her. You can take whatever newspapers you want, you know. Mm-hmm. We're never going to read them again. If you want them, take them. And so she does. She takes a few um, from from the year that she likes, um, from 1917, 1917, right? 1917 or 1918. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then reads them. And she uses them to kind of figure out things that happened at, in that year, as well as she befriends... A lady in town who kind of fills in the gaps and tells her the story of 
the past. Yeah. So the, the book is switching between her time in 1936 and a story of a couple boys, pretty much just those two, two boys. Yeah, and like Jinx the, and um, Ned. Ned, yeah. Um, um, in 1917, 1918, and their lives. So it's going between the two. Two time periods. Mm-hmm. And this whole time she's trying to figure out where does my dad fit into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the basic rundown without giving away. I'm kind of trying story. to solve like a mystery that... Oh, yeah. There's also the Rattler. Yes, the Rattler. That's what he's Which, called. you know, it's at the beginning too. So mm-hmm. there's this, this Rattler that... She reads about, I think, She reads article. about, they think they're, that the Rattler was like a spy... Mm-hmm. Right, um, for World War like One. World War One, and so, and there was like a foot found in the forest, right? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> bunch uh, of so random like some, I think someone heard like the rattling sound, and then they found a foot. So they just associate. They just made up the rattler, and so she's trying to figure out who the rattler is. If that rattler's still around, her and yeah, a couple girls in because they're talking about the rattler in. 1917 and 1918, mm-hmm. and so that's how they pick up on it. So they're trying to figure out if the Rattler still exists, if he ever existed. And who he was. And who he was, and so, yeah, anyway, they're just sleuthing. Her, she and a couple other girls mm-hmm. um, in town. That she befriends. Um, so what do you think about the um, book in general? I think it was just, like, a super, I know I say this, Every time I talk about this book, it's just super sweet and cute. Um, it's simple to follow and, like, easy writing. But you can definitely um, imagine and picture what's going on. And even though there are a lot of characters, because you're jumping from two different time periods, you're able to still, like, get attached to them. And even if it's you don't find out, like, for example, some of the characters, you don't really find out much about them until the very end and yet those things you find out about them make you just go oh sweet like love them they're precious tear up you know (laughs) um yeah and i I mean i did get i was listening to the audiobook even though i have this book because i was trying to finish it in time for Mm -hmm. for the book club and i'm not very good at finishing physical books um so i did get a little bit um confused and and forgot I was switching between both. I did audio and I um, well at, in the physical book. There's a list of characters in the front so that you can tell like who's who, which is really nice. Yes, that's handy. But um, I was using my Kindle. It, so. It's at the beginning, so it's it's not like with Dune where it's just this long glossary at the end. This is just okay for reference in case you forgot. Like we're pretty clear, but I just got a little bit confused. I forgot who. Um, I forgot. N- Ned was named Ned Gillen and like Hadley. No, it's it's because Hadley they just talked about him Hadley instead of Hadley Gillen. Mm-hmm. So like I forgot that Hadley was Ned's dad for mm-hmm. a long time until it was like really important, and I was like, oh, 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 that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway. Um, it's also nice that the list of characters at the front is split up by what time period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that you, you, know, you don't easier. get as confused. Um, so it's it's really it's really sweet, and um, I did like the audiobook, too. It was, the um, voice acting was well done, mm-hmm. <laughs> which Mom actually met one of those voice actors. Oh. Um, <laughs> I have. I have a CD of his music. Yes. Uh, but yeah, she randomly met him this summer, so that yes, was fun. That was, that was a random thing. So, um, do, 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 I cried a lot. That's 
Willow didn't cry I didn't. because I told her I cried. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I was crying so much because I was listening to it while I was putting on makeup, <laughs> and I cried so much that I couldn't put on the makeup. And then I was driving, and it's not a good idea to drive while you're crying. And so I like, I like couldn't see very well. And I was like, I gotta stop this. <laughs> I gotta stop listening to this because it was, you know, the end of the book, and I'm just like bawling my eyes out, losing all my makeup, and and you know, not being able to see the road. So, um, maybe don't listen to the end if you're driving or trying to do anything <laughs> where you need your eyes. Um, especially put on makeup. Like, there's no point. Just gonna, it's just gonna run off. <laughs> but again, I did not cry. Holly and I just have always cried at different situations. Yeah, I mean, and also, you know, just sometimes you just feel a little bit more emotional than others. Sometimes mm-hmm. I cried during, I cried during Lost in the Neverwoods. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. Just at the end. I, I didn't, yeah, anyway. Um, it's fine. So... I cry in Bluey episodes all the time. <laughs> Bluey? Bluey. When I'm watching my daughter cry. So many episodes. There is a Reddit page. You, you, oh, no. Did you see, um, my, my friend said she and her husband are part of a Reddit page, or whatever they call it, Mm -hmm. um, chat group. It's not a page. Whatever they call it, I'm not on Reddit. Um, thread? And Mm they, it's just... It's just for people who are adults without kids who watch Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a lot of people. It's it's a good show, guys. If you haven't watched Bluey on Disney Plus, highly recommend. Yeah, my mom cries at the end, like every every episode. Well, the they end. get you right the last get four you. seconds of a lot of episodes, and you're like, "Oh, this is so the cute." Camping <laughs> one. <laughs> the camping one. I was like, "Ah, why?" Anyway, um, it's Offshoot. really good. Um, <laughs> watch Bluey too. Um, I haven't read any other books by this author. Let's see if she's written anymore. Um, but I would. I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that one looks good. G- the girl. No, wait, that's not the same one. Claire Vanderpool. This has a Newberry um medal, so that's cool too. It's yeah. Obviously, it has a lot of like. Um, awards in it, it looks, looks like. looks like she's got two books. Well, I guess Maybe we'll three. the other ones. Yeah, two. So it's it's navigating early is what it is. Um, that's the only one I'm able to find. So we'll have to read that. Yeah, it came out in 2013, so it's been a while. But this has been out since 2010, so it's been a while too. I didn't realize that it looks like the font changes between time periods. Yeah, I was listening to audio, what? so I didn't know that either. Me neither. My Kindle did not change the font, so that's fun. <laughs> oh. Side yeah. note. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's hard to refer to it if you have a Kindle. Yeah, it is. Ebooks aren't, aren't made for that. Um, the glossary, whatever. Glossary of names. So, thoughts on the writing style. So, b- basically, the switching back and forth and just the voice of the, the voice of the characters. You know, like, mm-hmm. how they tell the story. Right, because, um, the 1936 with following Abilene, that's all in first person, and it's just very kind of preteen, like, but in a cute 
way not annoying because she's in 1936. She's not, <laughs> you know. There's no but, love um, interest. There's no love interest. <laughs> for her. Yeah, don't worry. There's not random love interest that makes it annoying and uncomfy to read. Um, but when it would switch to the 1936, or the 1917, it was a good transition, I feel. Because um, it was usually just like, someone telling the story and then it would just switch over to, to the story to the story yeah. and you it's were just immersed in it rather than just like someone telling a story so it was cute yeah it's not it's not like um Wuthering Heights and Frankenstein <laughs> that meme I made about them or where, Monte Cristo where they just where like it's have just it's dialogue. just one long quote Wuthering Heights really like it's just so annoying to read well all the characters are unlikable but <laughs> There's not a single likable character. I got another. Oh yeah, the secret history. Also, not a single likable character. None of them. Which was kind of the point. And I guess that's kind of the point of Wuthering Heights too. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to read when you can't, you know, connect with anyone or at least like them. Yeah. So um yeah, I I thought it just the um the descriptions were clear but not overwhelming no it so wasn't like, wordy you could, yeah you could it could paint a picture just mm-hmm. enough like you can fill in the blanks um and it was it was nice it was it definitely drew me in there wasn't a lot of unnecessary scenes or you know like filler scenes yeah there really weren't any no, filler scenes I don't, I don't think there were no everything was pretty much necessary and it all like it, like, it, didn't it all feel connected like, yeah it all connected in the end at the beginning you're like okay i don't know why i'm following this story in the background <laughs> i assume that some of these people must be her dad but we just don't know her dad's name or something yeah. i don't know but well, um, we do know her dad's name her dad's name's gideon Oh, that's right. So we did know, right, from page one. <laughs> but we were, well, you know, I at least assumed. I was like, I bet one of these is actually his dad, and he changed his name because he's on the run. Her dad, yeah. Something like that. But, you know, you're just trying to kind of figure it out as well, which is fun, kind of trying to put pieces together and sleuth on your own and did not sleuth correctly on everything. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> I mean, some I, sleuthing. I, I did pretty well. I did pretty well. Am I sleuthing? I did, but not from that. But some of them... Oh, yeah. I I should have known. Anyway, um... uh, That's a spoiler. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, um... So, thoughts on... So, that's the writing style. The characters. We like the characters. They They were were all all unique. Mm -hmm. They were were definitely different from each other. Okay, Letty, her her friends, I couldn't always tell them apart. They're pretty similar. Well, yeah. But they're cousins... (laughs) It's fair, it's fair. <laughs> so, um, Letty and Ruthann, you know, there are some differences, but not a lot. Um, let's see. Shady. Shady had a distinct character. I liked him. Yeah, he was cute. And it was fun. Like, it was a pretty diverse town, too. Like, there were a lot of just immigrants. And yeah, it's so, mostly immigrants. It's a mining town. It's a mining town, right. So, it was fun to see the different... Um, groups and how they interacted and um came together on certain issues which was cool yeah mostly in the past yeah um yeah there's shady jinx ned hattie may the hungarian woman i like the nun yeah she's sweet Um, they're like the main ones and then abilene hadley yeah yeah when they get a little bit later you get to know a few more um, 
additional townspeople, yeah, in that section. Um, but yeah, I, I thought they did a good job of making them different from each other, mm -hmm. but not caricatures. Right, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like they felt like real people you can eat. Sometimes um, I read a book and I'm like, this is just too much, like... You're trying too hard to be, like, Southern, but you have never actually been to the South or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> but this was not. Yeah, this is Midwest, I think, because it's um, manifest. Where Where's the fake town? I don't remember. So. Oh, that's right. It's it was... also interesting because um, about the author. The author wrote this. Um, Kansas. Okay. She wrote this roughly... Um, Based off of her grandparents. That's right. Mm -hmm. And like the town they grew up in or, or lived in. I don't I don't remember exactly. And I think she might have stole some, stolen some names from them. Mm -hmm. And people they knew. Um, so that was really sweet. I don't remember what else they took, she took from them. But she, she kind of, she kind of invented a town. So that, you know, she didn't have to be 100% historical like she got the main the main historical accuracy but she could be you know yeah she's fiction gonna, uh -huh. if, you, if you take a small town people are gonna point out that it's nothing that didn't happen here right if it's historical fiction if it's new york nobody cares but but yeah she um, did take some names and their stories into it acknowledgements mm -hmm. um so that was fun to find out i found that out at the end um so the plot I mean, it, we've kind of explained the yeah, overall plot without spoiling. Explained it. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that I thought it was good. It was again, it kind of pulled you in. I it wasn't as I was into more of the past than the present. But I mean, mm -hmm. it's still past. It was more into the nineteen seventeen, nineteen eighteen because that more things happened then, and like, Abilene's just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But um. You didn't, you didn't see much plot going on with Aveline until kind of towards the end. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, this is all tying together. Yeah. But you saw more adventure, which obviously that's why this, these stories are being told to her. Because <laughs> they're more adventurous and there's, you know, mystery and things to learn as well. Yeah, and I, I think the way that they did it was good um, because, you know, sometimes people write things and they, like, do, like, little stories Mm -hmm. And they don't connect to each other, and it's awkward. And they they don't know how to connect it to each other. But because they did it, she was looking, she was asking about these stories. Mm -hmm. um, because of that, you know, having these stories that were connected but not, you know, like, not very smoothly connected, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it worked. It did. It was work. It flowed it was, it was, well, yeah. and it was it was good. Um, so okay, so let's let's talk. Let's um skip to the spoilers. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, stop listening if you want to read this already. We're just gonna um talk about the the points, twists, yeah, and the stuff. The twists that were like what? I totally knew Jinx was her dad but yeah for a that was pretty bit, obvious for a little bit um i thought it would be ned mm -hmm. but yeah i totally i forgot hadley was ned's dad until until he died yeah i forgot about hadley too 
because, you know, I knew his dad was there, but, you know, they just kept calling him Hadley. Mm-hmm. And so I I thought he was just the the judge guy. I got him confused with the judge. So I think the judge had a similar sounding name. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't know. Oh, what did you think of, ooh. Ned's background? What? Okay, yeah, Ned's background made me cry really hard. Yeah. But, no, I, I was going to say the, um... Uh, Pearl Ann's mom. Mm, you have to remind me about Pearl Ann's uh, mom. I remember that, that being Eudora. A... Is that her name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Eudora Larkin. So, um, I like her. She's a little mm-hmm. plotting one. She's, she's good, um, good turn. I mean, I kind of, I kind of figured she wasn't the person who betrayed them or anything, you know? Yeah. Like, she's, that's too obvious, and also she's she's not a terrible person. She oh just, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, uh huh. Um, but that when was she brings funny. in her her nephew that she always talks about, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, I, I tell you about him all the time. <laughs> That's right. She totally <laughs> the like Uncle Seltzer. The town is trying to basically buy a plot of land, um, like part of the mining, yeah, or like a well. So the the mine. So they're in a mining town, mm-hmm. and um, and they separate the miners, like their shifts into their nationality. Yeah, like most, where they're, they're all from. immigrants. Mm-hmm. They're all immigrants. So like the Germans and the Italians and I don't. It's Irish. There, there are Italians, right? Yeah, I think so. there are Italians Pete's. for sure. The Norwegians, Polish, Greece. Yes, Polish. Mm-hmm. So there's Scotland, I, um, Greece, Poland, Norway, Italy, Germany, Russia. So the, maybe it wasn't Irish, maybe it's Scottish. Mm-hmm. But um, so they they kind of separate them, and the people who run the mines are really powerful and yeah KKK people. They don't like the immigrants, but they're all working for them, so it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And they overwork the work with the miners, and you know don't pay them really at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they mostly give them vouchers to use at their at store. their own stores that they already own. Yeah, yeah. So that they these people can't get out of their financial situation because mm-hmm. they're not. They're just they're digging stuck. themselves in a hole. Literally, kind of, yeah, literally. <laughs> um. So, and and they don't really talk to each other. And unite until, like, the Germans get, um, arsoned. They, they, someone sets a ger- yeah. German's place on They're fire. They're, like, church on fire or something. Was it the church? I feel like it was, but I can't remember. Well, the church is Shady's place. I think that's why Shady's place kind of oh. became a church. Yeah, Shady's place is a church. Um, and a bar. Um, because <laughs> that makes <laughs> It's great. Well, it's just, just speakeasy. Yeah. Um... So, so they start to get together, but when they get together, that's when they get attacked more by yeah. the mine owners. Um, but everything's all, you know, terrible until someone dies. And she has no connections to anyone. Mm-hmm. No one that to inherit her land. And so it, like, goes to the county. Yeah, it goes to the county and... And you know, for sale, and if the town can buy it, like, they have first dibs Mm -hmm. to buy it, um, if not, it goes up for auction, I think. Yeah, and the mine owners would get it. And the mine owners would get it, because they are the ones who have all the money. 
Um, so, once this lady dies, the townspeople are like, we gotta, we gotta buy this plot of land. Mm-hmm. Um, because they figured out that the plot of land has, um, mining, it has... Ore. I think it had ore. It has ore. It has, it has, you know, a great place to mine. It's a good spot. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we can use this as leverage against the mine owners. Yeah. Because if we own it. You know, they can't use it unless, you know, they pay us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so they're like, okay, we've got to buy this. But they have no money. So, um. And Jinx is kind of a kid. Jinx is a runaway. Con, con man. man. Yeah. Con kid. Con like kid. He's 13. trained by, like, his uncle or something. Yeah. His uncle trained him to be a con man. And so he, he knows all these cons. And that's how he, that's how he met his, um, best friend, Ned. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> But yeah, they end up kind of helping the town. Well, they also kind of sabotage some things on accident. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, the the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main part, like Ned. Yeah. Ned um, makes this. What do they call it? They just this stuff. They mix prune juice with alcohol. <laughs> That's right. Because they. Don't, it's like, don't like they a cordial. steal? Al- they steal. Shady's and Shady. Um, Shady's the speakeasy. Yeah, and people owner. are trying to like. Um, oh, it's like the, there's like a shady, co- a dirty the, cop. The, the sheriff, you know, yeah, takes takes the alcohol for himself instead of instead of getting Shady in trouble. Yeah, but they yeah. end up you um, kind of. He can't make enough. They make fake stuff to yeah. sell, basically, yeah, they, and yeah, they be mix, able to make enough money. They mix the prune juice with alcohol. Prune juice that the chemistry teacher makes. Yes. With, that that's kind of, like, fermented. Mm-hmm. With alcohol and, you know, give it to the sheriff because, you know, he wants more of this whatever it is. Vodka. Yeah, and they use it to, <laughs> um, not... No, not vodka. Like, like whiskey. Vodka. Whiskey, yeah. So they... So they give it to the sheriff. The sheriff can't tell the difference between that and, you know, mm-hmm. normal alcohol, except he might be a little bit more regular. That's, yeah. <laughs> There's also, like, a, um, they start selling it as a, like, well, wonder not, drug. Well, yeah, well, they, they start after that. Yeah. They're like, oh, it worked on him. And mm-hmm. so they start selling it as a wonder, as a wonder drug, like, to help you feel better. Mm-hmm. And there's a sickness that's going through the area. Yeah, the flu. Yeah. The Spanish flu. The Spanish flu. And so they... They sell it, but under the radar, because it's got alcohol in it, and also they don't want the mine owners to find out, and, mm-hmm. um... And so... And they all fake being sick they all and fake being, getting healed. They all fake, yeah, they all <laughs> fake being sick, so, so that the mine owners and their families who can afford to... Will leave the town mm-hmm. so that they don't get sick. They're scared of the flu, yes. so they're gonna leave. <laughs> so they, so it makes sense. So they run off, except for the sheriff. The sheriff stays, doesn't he? I don't remember. Or he's nearby at least. So they all run out of town, and so because of that, the whole town can get together and make and sell this wonder drug. Mm-hmm. And they did give it to the soldiers first, and then they sold it. That's right. Um. But yeah, um, sent it overseas. But it's cute because they're all just like banding together, like banding. They're but, all getting together. Yeah. And 
coming together to finally kind of yeah all the different immigrants mm-hmm. and people who aren't as well but mm-hmm. yeah um yeah they're they're joining up and they they work together um the chemistry teacher <laughs> you know sets sets it all up in her place and and makes her stuff and they mix it all up get the right ratio and then they sell it in the dark of night like mm-hmm. at the border of town and people come from like all over the place to get this wonder wonder drug that's just cream juice and whiskey and because it makes them feel better and <laughs> and yes. um and kind of helps supposedly so um they make Almost enough money, but mm-hmm. not quite, because they kind of get caught by the sheriff, yeah. or get close to being caught. Um, and so they can't, like, it shuts down their production, so they get almost enough money by the time that... It goes up for... It's going up for sale, and they're like, what do we do? Like, we don't, we can't make it, can't make this payment. And so, um, Jinx teams up with this lady who's in charge of, like, the... The um, Daughters of the Revolution or something like that. What do they call it? Um, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, Daughters of the American Revolution. And she's also part of the uh, the sober the sober thing. Mm-hmm. Abolitionist group. Abolitionist group, yeah. Um, so they... He, he like... Schemes with her and doesn't tell Shady because Shady's bad at keeping secrets. He schemes with her and she brings in her nephew, who works for the who like, works for the government and and like she talks about him all the time, and and he comes in you know in his all official, um, professional garb, and and while the um, mine owners they're back in the. In Shady's place in the tavern mm-hmm. church spot. Right. While they're there, um, he, like, he asks, oh, hey, where did, like, can I get some water? Like, where did you get this? Mm-hmm. Was it from this well over here, which is on the plot of land? Right. And he sticks, like, an Alka-Seltzer or something in the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, and looks at it. Like, like acting, <laughs> acting all like shady and official, like like, mm. hmm, like observing the water and drinks it, and he's like, "Wow, I feel better already." <laughs> and and um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's testing the water yeah. or something because mm-hmm. it's all fizzy, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so he makes the well seem like a really big deal, and the well's on the plot of land that they're trying to buy. And so when they go up to the auction, which they can't, you know. They can't buy the plot of land. Um, basically, um, you know, they can't buy it, so it goes to auction. But this this one mine owner is like, um, you know, can we, can I just buy a piece of it? I want this piece with the well. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, sure, I guess. And so he... He thinks, oh, this is gonna be like this is yeah. I'm gonna be able to. It's like the fountain of youth type thing. Whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna be able to make a lot of money off of this as you know a wonder drug. Yes. <laughs> um, so he, you know, tries to buy it at the auction. Shady goes up against him because Jinx convinces him to. It's like we can make money off of this. What are you doing? 
So Jinx convinces Shady to um to uh, to bid yes. on the the little Man. tiny plot of land with the well as well, um, so that they can make m- money off of that. Mm-hmm. And Jinx is like, okay, I guess. Um, because <laughs> he doesn't know, or sorry, Shady's like, okay, I guess. Did I say Jinx? No, yeah, yeah I don't know what I'm Either but, way, um, uh, So he does, you know, hesitatingly. Because he, he it's not his money. It's the town's money. It's the town's money, but he's speaking for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he bids on it, and it's really awkward, but they're able to, you know, at some point they bid above, like, what he can afford. And so... The mine owner gets the well. He ends up getting mm-hmm. that little tiny plot. And he's all happy. He's like, ha, 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 I got the well. That's the most important part. Of, that's why you want the land, town people. Mm-hmm. Towns people. And, um, and the other mine owners are like, you're crazy. You're fired. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the, ta- the rest of the townspeople, well, Larkin, Eudora Larkin is like, um, excuse me to the judge. She's like, now that that piece is gone, I've done the calculations because she's like an auditor or mm-hmm. her, her nephew is or something. She, she, she I think she did doing. the calculation. Yeah. She's like, okay, so we, like, this plot of land, if it's worth this much, like, he paid for this, which means, like, this much of the land is taken out. So it's only worth this much now. Like, if the town can pay... For the rest of the land mm-hmm. now, will you like, you know, sign they off get, on it? Yeah, yeah, they get first dibs still, right? Mm-hmm. And the judge is like, yeah, because he likes the town. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the town is like, yay, and they buy it because it's you know just a little bit less than it's what they can actually afford. Yeah, it's like fifty bucks less or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So they they buy land, they win, and they can make a lot of money. And the um, mine owner. Who got the well. Who got the well. Finds out that, like... It's just a well. It's just a well. And he gets all mad at Eudor, and he's like, this guy lied to me, this government guy. And the government guy's like, what? No, I did. And she's like, yeah, that's my nephew. Um, He's like, he didn't lie. He worked... I told you about him, you know. He's a secretary, or whatever he is. (laughs) And, And she's like, he didn't lie. He didn't tell you that it had magical properties. Like, well, he said he drank the water and it made him feel better. And the guy's like, that was an Alka-Seltzer. I've got I felt um, heartburn or whatever. So, of course. And so it's just, yeah, we tricked you. And the gal who was, like, really strict that people thought she was a mole and telling the mine owners mm-hmm. um, what was going on. She was actually helping them make it. Um, so it's it was all happy and great. But then... The flu hit them. Yeah. Then the flu actually hit the town for real, and a lot of people died. That was, was really sad. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, well. I mean, it's it's it, like it, the it, pandemic, I guess we shouldn't yeah, be surprised. Yeah, and like, you know, they were, they were literally giving their miracle drug to sick people. So it makes sense that they would also get sick. Yeah. Um, But also, a lot of people did, so even if they hadn't, they might have. So a lot of people died. A lot of people that we like there because... Including people in, like, the military that were... Ned got shot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Ned... But some of them were getting sick out there, too. Ned, at the beginning, 
so Ned and Jinx, you know, are trying to make money, and they make fireworks. Mm-hmm. And is that how they make? Is that how they make the money for him to bribe the guy? He wants to join the military, but he's too young. I can't so remember. they yeah. make money. It's either that or with like the quilt. No, they buy the quilt. No, yeah. They ruin the quilt. So they <laughs> buy the quilt. That's right. Um either way, he bribes to get himself into the military because he's underage. Yeah, and it's and you know, Jinx you know, helped them make the money. Mm-hmm. You know, he got like half of the money. Anyway, so it was Jinx's idea how they got the money to get, you know, that he used to get into the military. So Jinx, you know, thinks it's his fault that he, he's enrolled. Not enrolled. Enlisted. Enlisted, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's not school. <laughs> um, so, so he goes off and he's, of course, in the trenches and he's one of the runners. And Ned's also, like, he kind of grew up not really knowing who he was identity-wise amongst the rest of the town because he was adopted. Yeah, and he, he was on an immigrant train, so, like, they put a bunch of, like, orphan kids on the, or immigrant kids with no parents yeah. on these trains out to the Midwest, because mm-hmm. they're like, we want to deal with them here in New York. Right. So he doesn't even know what nationality he would be from, and, and I feel like that's part of the reason why he wants to go join the military, is he wants to, sh- like, prove that, like, while I might be an immigrant, I really only know I the United the States, country. and I care about this country, and I want to serve it. Yeah, well, it's going to make me emotional. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, th- that, and, yeah, he was, because he's an immigrant, and especially because they don't know where he's from, he gets even more, um, negativity with the... Because he doesn't fit in anywhere. Because he doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, with some random, I think he's with the Polish people when yeah. he's mining, or the... Italians. I, thought he was with, I think he's with Italians. Maybe he's with the Italians. I don't know. Like he has dark hair, so they just assume you look enough <laughs> like an Italian. They yeah. assume. <laughs> so racist. Anyway, so so yeah, so they he's with these. He works with the people that he did, kid can't even speak their language. Yeah, and because um, he's stuck working in the mines as a miner. That's so sad. Um, minor, 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 minor. So he. Um, he goes off into the military and gets shot and dies. Oh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And it's, like, right at, like, he was, wasn't he, like, so close, like, going home or, um. Or right before the end of the or war. Or right before the end of the war or something. I feel like they got, like, the notice the war ended and then I think they got the notice that he died. Yeah. Or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I think they were talking about, he wrote a letter saying, like, oh, I think. They're talking about negotiations or something, and then the town got the letter that he had passed away. Yeah, so it was, away. It was, he was shot. He, he was shot. Killed. Um. Anyway, it was. It was sad, and I, he was so young. And there was a girl in the town that he liked. Well, yeah, Berlin, oh. him or thing. It was yeah. Anyway, so. So his dad's all upset, but then, and then at the end of the book, you find out that, um, the girl who's telling Abilene the story, um, she's, she's a, uh, what do they call her? Diviner? Mm-hmm. Um, she's Hungarian, and she, she wasn't always accepted because she doesn't really have much, 
many people her, like her in town either. I think she might be the only Hungarian. I think she's only Hungarian. I and think they kind of think she's witchy because she has like plants and she uses herbs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so they don't really. And she's a diviner, yeah. which like is, you know, she like knows about the earth and like, mm-hmm. um, pretends to be like a fortune teller type of person. Um, because that's what people expect of her. She just like. She just decides to lean into it. But she, you find out that she um, is actually Ned's mom. And, and Ned never knew and either. And Ned never knew it. And, um, Do you want me to tell? Maybe. Well, cause, so she went to Ellis Island with him. And then she, but she had, like, pink eye. Not pink eye. or so, Something like that. Yeah, she had something wrong. <laughs> so her eye was, like, was like sick. And... And they were like, oh, you're too sick to be here. And she's like, dude, this isn't, this is going away in, like, a week. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. They're like, no, you gotta go back. Like, here's a free ticket back. But she couldn't take her son with her because the son didn't get a free ticket back because he was all cleared to enter the country. So her friend. Um, a girl who was from her village. Yeah. Takes him in. Takes him in. She's like, oh, I, I can go. I'll, I'll take care of him until you can come back. Until yeah, you make enough money to come back. Yeah. She has to buy the ticket again. So, um, so she comes, she makes enough money to be able to buy the ticket back to the States mm-hmm. and tries to find this woman and her son. The woman's dead. She, she died somehow. She was in the hospital for three weeks and died. And then, um, and so she, um, this, what was her name? Um, Miss Sadie, she Miss Sadie, yeah, the Hungarian woman. She like knocked and knocked on like doors and church, like churches and orphanages, like in hospitals, like looking and looking and looking. Finally, figured out that they had like put him on a train to Kansas, and so she followed him. And I think by that point, he was adopted. He was already and adopted he, in and seven. He, and yeah, he, he didn't was, know. He didn't remember her. He didn't she, remember her and couldn't speak a lick of Hungarian anymore. Right. Um. So, so she just stayed in the town and watched him from afar. Wow. As he, he, you know, he was raised by good people, so. She's like, he's got a good, he's got a good home, and now he doesn't have to be associated with me, the weirdo. Mm-hmm. And so she, she's like, this is better for him. He doesn't remember me anyway, so might as well just let him live a good life with people who are from here. You know, who aren't immigrants, which their parents probably were, but you know. <laughs> yeah. And no one in the town knows except for the nun. Yeah, and the nun's the only one who he knows. Was kind of a grumpy lady out. at the beginning who gave who gave Aveline the um She's a the assignment to do a project over the summer, and you're like, wow, what a grump! But really, she's the one that noticed. Oh, this lady has been watching the sun. This boy, it's obviously hers, and so she would like give Miss Sadie like um, drawings and like report cards and stuff from Ned. Like yeah, Ned stuff, so she could like still be a part of his life as a mother from afar, and she would watch him anyway. Um, it was precious. So, so Jinx, yeah. Anyway, Jinx doesn't know this, but um, when Ned dies, Jinx leaves town because he thinks it's his fault. He blames himself, so he leaves. Um, he also almost dies because his. Uncle's a shady man and tried to pin a murder on him, and um, 
Which is where the Rattler story came from. Yeah. And they're <laughs> to they, kill him. As they fake Jinx's death. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there is a grave for yes, Jinx. There's, a, there's this whole mess with that, with the murder um, that goes on, which we totally skipped in our retelling. It's hard. There's a lot of stuff in there's the story. There's a lot of little stories. And it works together. It really does tie well together, but, but there are a lot of stories. But it's hard to summarize it. Anyway, it's really sweet. Um, and you should read it. And should we tell them who the rat- Rattler is? Um, nah, they can we find just, out themselves. Yeah, you can, you can find out. Read it. It's cute. It it's not very long. Even if you listen this far and, like, <laughs> and know most of the story, um, it's still worth a read. Yeah, it's cute. It's not long. It's available on my Libby, at least, right now. And yeah. And it's only nine hours if you're listening to it, and it's, like, 345 pages if you're reading it, so. It's, it's, it's doable. It's it's cute. I mean, at the beginning, I was like, I don't really know exactly what I'm reading, but then it didn't take long for me to get into it and to get attached. It starts out with a, a good line. Um. Anyway, um, we're gonna, not going to tell you the end end, because there's, you know, there's yeah. an end. But um, you'll have to read it and find out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> read Moon Over Manifest by Claire Vanderpool. It's cute. It's cute.